Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Be Mindful podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. So for uh, this week, I am talking about marketing mindfully and authentically. So this kind of correlates to my week four and what I do in my Be Mindful in Business coaching program. So if you listen to the other um episodes that I've already done for this season two, the solo episodes where I just talk. Um, I'm mirroring my program that I do to the podcast because it's stuff that I really know and I feel like it's like an easy flow, eight weeks of coaching, eight weeks of a podcast. So this week's all about marketing. Now I did a podcast episode last season I think it's the second one I ever did all about mindful social media planning because um, that's what my background is in. I switched from like I studied marketing and then I became a uh, social media manager and I had a social media management business and then I switched in uh, to my wellness side and doing mindful business coaching after my yoga teacher training and all these other trainings that I've done but I still have my marketing background I just have a very different approach to how I do things now and then also what I tell my clients to do and and think about when it comes to their marketing so the first thing I'm gonna say is like this episode won't necessarily be about like how to create a marketing like strategy uh, something like a marketing plan which I think it's helpful and very mindful to have sort of a yearly Um, marketing review that you do yourself or a like an audit that you can do yourself for all the marketing efforts you've done in the year and see what was working and then make like a yearly marketing plan to kind of follow Um, I think that's a little easier to do than monthly because if you do it for the beginning either at the end of the year for the next year at the beginning of the year for that year you can um like map out everything you need to do for that year and like key dates and um like promotional things that are connected to your business and um map out everything in advance so that's one sort of mindful tip so um one of the biggest things I want to talk about like not creating a marketing like a mindful marketing strategy but marketing can be very overwhelming Um, and it sometimes feels like something you always have to be, um, doing. 
but it's it's not. There's a lot of automated systems that you can now use, um, which is they're very. I think they're great because you're being mindful of your your time and your energy. Um, and then also um, being mindful with uh, the time you spend on social media. And I feel like there's just a what's the word, like a, a heaviness associated with marketing because of social media. And then people think that um, marketing is just social media. And then um, you can catch yourself in this like trap. So um, it's very important to not put all of your marketing eggs per se in the social media basket. Even when I was a social media manager, I would say don't put all of your your efforts just into social media or don't put all your efforts into one social media platform as well so that's one of the biggest things is to know where to put your energy and your time into what marketing um, efforts will work the best for your business so um, step one of that is knowing that you don't have to do a certain type of marketing if it doesn't feel right for you or if your target clients won't find you there. So an example, if we'll just start with social media because I feel like that's the most prevalent way right now to market is if your target market isn't on Instagram, don't use Instagram. You can have a profile that you occasionally update or just have it um, there with like a logo on it or something. But um, if your target market isn't there, like don't waste your time, like your time and efforts. Um, that's one thing that you can do. That's mindful and just be aware of like where your audience lives. Um, if you have an older audience, then Facebook might be the better option for you. But if it's reversed, you have more of a younger uh, client base target market, then Instagram is probably better. Um, yeah, but then also knowing that there's other things that you can do like SEO and your website and email marketing, which email marketing is going to get, I mean, it already is very important, but it's going to become more important because um, social media is always changing. If you look at what they've done to Instagram in the last like year, it's completely different. They've integrated the shopping and it's because it's owned by Facebook, it's turning into more of a like a market type place or it's it's very business oriented like they're trying to um make as much money as they can off the app by changing algorithms so that you'll buy ads and everything like that um so just knowing that when you build an email list um if someone opts into your email into your email list and they give you permission to send them an email you you own that list um you have to make sure you're following like the proper um like laws that they've set up to make sure like you're not spamming people like they're they've given your like their consent to receive emails from your business but um just knowing that like you own that list that becomes like valuable information for your company and those people want to hear from you as opposed to social media where at any point in time they could change how instagram or facebook functions and then you could potentially not be reaching um your audience and your clients organically or who knows like what will happen to it so I feel like email marketing is going to be like more of a priority if you um 
go on Instagram and scroll, you might see some people that um, they'll use social media to prompt people to get some freebie and sign up for the mailing list because the mailing list is very, very important. And then when it comes to your website and your SEO, um, knowing that, like, just think about right now how many times a day you Google something and um, think about what comes up first or, like, why you're Googling something. So if you're Googling something, chances are a bunch of other people in the world are as well. So making sure that your website has the key terms that your um, ideal client target market um, are searching, making sure that those are on your website. So those are just some like quick mindful tips is like just making sure that um, you're, you're doing the best marketing for your business and being mindful of where your um, target market lives. And then also knowing that if partaking in a certain type of marketing or social media platform doesn't feel good for you, um, you don't have to keep doing it. It's, it's up to, to you to make that decision. Um, so by mixing marketing and mindfulness, um, I feel like you need to do that to market your business because you need to make sure that you're also taking care of yourself as a business owner or else you won't have the energy to come across um, or not come across or like be visible within your marketing if you're not taking care of yourself because you want the energy. So yeah, you need to make sure that you're functioning in order to execute any kind of marketing strategy. So that's sort of the mindful tips that I can provide when it comes to marketing is just making sure it feels good, being aware that it's effective and actually working because if it's not working, stop it and try something else. And then um, making sure that your your audience is there. They live on that um, either social media platform or, or they use the, the type of marketing that you're going to be doing. So the next part of this is marketing authentically. So this can be summed up like really, really quickly, but the best way to market your business authentically. And when I talk about um, businesses, you'll see like a theme as you go through the podcast. And if you just look at my website and what I do is I primarily help um, service-based business owners because that's my background and um, like my knowledge and area of expertise. I've always provided services to people. I'm not knowledgeable at all when it comes to product-based businesses. I've had a few product-based clients and it's just a different world because um, they usually, I think as a a product-based business owner, you have a lot of product on hand and it's all markup and it's it's just different as a service-based business owner like you are the product in a sense like your time is the product so that's what I have more experience in uh, marketing so when it comes to showing up authentically the easiest way to do that is to just like show yourself like authentically who you are so the easiest way to do that on um social media whether it be 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Am I forgetting any of them? Uh, there's TikTok now. Is um, just showing up, like showing your face. This is the easiest way to market authentically. And just to share um, from the heart and, and share your why and your passion for what you do. And I find that when people, people can sense when someone's actually passionate about what they're doing and people can sense when something's fake, like the whole, everything's energy. And even though it's a picture through a phone or something, there's still energy attached to it and people will be able to pick up on it. Um, so yeah, the easiest way to market authentically is just to show up, um, and show your face because, um, social media is not real human connection, but when you show your face and show up online, you are humanizing your brand, you're humanizing your feed, and it allows humans who are behind accounts and phones to connect with another human. It's in a different way because it's through technology, but it's still putting that human face to your brand and humanizing your feed. Because at the end of the day, people use social media because they want connection and they want to connect with other people. So if you're showing up as a person, you should be able to connect with other persons. That kind of makes sense. Um, and then just making sure that with other forms of marketing like in your email newsletter like same thing if you do I feel like a lot of people do monthly newsletters um maybe they do a weekly one but I feel like monthly is less overwhelming in people's inboxes even in that monthly um say it's like a monthly update type of thing so it's like kind of the easiest thing to do um if it's a monthly update newsletter that you send out B authentic with what you're talking about share real stories like if you struggled with something share that if you had um, a big win celebrate it if you if you like took a course I'm really big on to like educating yourself so you took a course and you finished it and you accomplished something celebrate it share it um and then always ask I'm big into like asking questions um just to see if anyone has like a response and it's one way to connect with your audience but ask a question so if you shared something you struggled with then ask and there's something that you struggled with in your business like reply to this email and, and let me know how you like worked through that this month or same thing with um the celebrating like share a big win that you had this month and how did you celebrate yourself or did you have you finished any um education or courses to help you within your business if so let me know what they were I'd love to hear about them and just again establishing that realness that that authenticity that you have as a business owner sharing that with your audience and then asking them to respond so the biggest thing most marketing campaigns need to have a call to action and then attach that call to action there needs to be a goal and this is stuff that you would more so um, go through if you were creating an actual strategy that has like goals and KPIs and all that in there but every marketing like tagline or something you're gonna sh you're gonna do the share and you're gonna either educate or entertain and then at the end of that if people are like oh I want to learn more I want to know more you have to put that call to action in 
And the hardest thing people have when it comes to calls to action is that they might not come across as authentic. They might come across as salesy. But I've changed my perspective when it comes to that because I used to feel that way. Is I look at it as it's just like I'm sharing and it's an invitation that I'm offering them. Like if you want to learn more, I invite you to click this link and it takes you to this page to learn more. Or this just just try not to think of it. You're not selling anything. You're just sharing. You're just sharing what you do, and um, the right people will like follow that call to action to uh, potentially work with you. So that's um, the biggest thing there with your call to action. And then I literally, as I talk, I sometimes forget what I kind of go off and ramble. I have a lot of Gemini uh, energy in my chart, the Mercury ruled. So um, what did I say was attached to a call to action? They say a goal was attached to a call to action. Oh, I forget. So your um, call to action, ugh, I forget what it was, but calls to action are very important um, uh, when it comes to using them um, on social media and post, having some kind of direct them somewhere. Because I used to say, if you do not tell a person what to do next, they won't do anything. So just do your call to action, reframe it as a share, not a sell, and then try to include a call to action with everything that you put out there so that people, because it feels like an invitation, because you don't want your um, potential client, future client, um, to feel like lost after reading something and they don't know where to necessarily go next. Just kind of put yourself in the... um, future clients uh shoes and like look at how they're reading it and they're just say they're interested they're like where do I go next oh my gosh they didn't tell me well I don't know what to do now right so always having it there but making it more like an invitation or a share I found that to be very helpful um because I never want to feel salesy like ever um yeah and then just making sure that when you're um, posting, I'll just go to social media because I feel like that's just like the biggest thing. But if you're posting a lot, like every day, making sure that you're switching up the different content pillars. I think I talked about this in the mindful social media planning podcast episode, but just making sure that you're not always being promotional, um, making sure that you're either educating, inspiring, entertaining, somehow building a community with your social media accounts and just not have it be like promotional in everyone's face all the time, but providing them with that valuable content that they'll either save or share with someone and continuously just value added content so that when you do throw your offering in the mix and not and you don't, you're not selling it, but you're sharing what you're doing, you're sharing how people can work with you and learn more, that they're more excited to, and they're not necessarily annoyed. They're like, oh, wow, I was really wondering how I could work with her, something, something along those lines. So that is what I have for today's episode about marketing mindfully and authentically. 
Um, yeah, so the, I believe the next episode of the podcast for next week is about incorporating mindfulness practices into your, like, day-to-day business operations, so look out for that next week, and, um, yeah, if you have any questions about how to market mindfully and show up on your feed, like, not, not to be afraid to, um, the first step I feel like is, uh, post it like a photo of yourself and then the step the second step is video in whichever form you choose to use now on the app whether it's like IGTV a live a real whatever but um the first step is like a photo the second step is talking like actually using using your voice on the feed so yeah if you have any questions about um marketing mindfully using social media mindfully um showing up authentically dm me either at be mindful studio on instagram or at be mindful podcast or you can always email me and i'd love to hear also if you have um, a mindful marketing strategy or how you incorporate mindfulness into your um into your marketing or your social media so thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope you have a wonderful day. If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.